the president is facing serious headwinds when it comes to the public perception about whether or not he should run. And chief among those concerns are the president's 80-year-old age. Now, if you take a look at a recent poll that was out from NBC News, the majority of the American public does not believe Biden should seek a second term. And within his own Democratic Party, half of Democrats do not believe the president should run for re-election. Yeah, but uh, that's not going to uh, stop him or the Democratic Party or the news media from peddling this this uh, decrepit Grandpa Simpson, <laughs> Abe Simpson character on the American people one more time. That was CNN over the weekend. Jo- didn't Joe Biden already announce to Al Roker? He announced to Al Roker, and now we're pretending that he didn't announce that he's running for re-election. Well, we all know he already has, but, you know, the world is a world of make-believe. And we're all living in it. Happy Monday to you and welcome. I uh, I hope that you had a, a, a wonderful American weekend. Had some beer other than Bud Light. That's, uh, that's in the news, you see, the Bud Light lady. She's on a leave of absence. She's... Still collecting pay and negotiating her exit package. Can you say exit package when you're talking about a lady executive? Can you say lady executive? Because, you know, the left is here. And and uh, according to Bobby Kennedy, I said, you see this uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. What are, do they call him Bobby? They call him Bobby Jr. They call him, what do they what do they call him? I'm not sure. RFK Jr.? He says he's running for the presidency of the United States. And he said he's run, what he's running against is the, the uh, marriage between corporate and political powers, which is the way that Benito Mussolini defined fascism. So he's running against fascism, and he's obviously talking about his own party, the Democrat Party in there. I've been talking about this for quite some time now. The marriage between the information oligarchs, they don't need steel and railroads and you know, airplane engines right now. They need to control information. And that's what the Democrat Party, also known as the left, has uh, been so effective at doing here in the United States. And uh, the way that Robert F. Kennedy Jr., RFK Jr., described it in his announcement speech, I mentioned this last week, but I never got to it because the Democrats give me way too much stuff. They're too crazy and there are too many of them. And uh, so I, I, uh, I have the audio for you of Robert F. Kennedy and then I have, I don't have audio of Benito Mussolini. He'd be talking Italian anyway, but, um, you know, defining what, what RFK Jr. is talking about, and he's talking about the Democrat Party, and it sure sounds like he's calling him fascist. Not that we have anybody in the news media that's paying attention to anything ever, but uh, I'll do what I can. So we've got, uh, we've got that for you today. And Joe Biden, he's, uh, he's not so bright. His brain, she's a broke. She's a no good. That brain of his, that's a no good. But we'll uh, get to that. And his whole family is corrupt, it turns out. Now, Congressman Comer, Congressman James Comer, who is in charge of the uh, Oversight Committee on on Capitol Hill in the House of Representatives, it's very good that the Republicans control the House of Representatives now because we live in very corrupt times. We have a very corrupt government and an even more corrupt news media in 2023. I'm sorry to have to report, but... I got to tell the truth, uh, and I'm not sorry about that. And here's James Comer saying now over the weekend, at least 12, at least 12 members of the Biden family were involved with the foreign business dealings and cashing in 
on the Biden family name with no-show jobs and not having to do anything. Um, and it's amazing. You know, the Chinese communists, they're communists in China, and the news media is fine with this. The New York Times and the Washington Post, they're just fine with this. Millions of dollars into the Biden family coffers, and then everything the Biden administration does is beneficial to the Chinese. Well, everything that could possibly affect the Chinese. For example, now, there's, a, you know, I've mentioned this before, too. A big word these days is crackdown. Crackdown. Because the the left loves cracking down on things. They crack skulls. They crack heads. They, you know, they break banks. They, they break economies. And uh, now the word is, and the news media loves this word, crackdown. They, they do. Uh, this is, if you haven't picked up on this, um, You'll start noticing now the media loves crackdowns because they're little fascists. Uh, are fascist communists, are they? Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, too. But amazing stuff. They're going to crack down on our energy sector, on power plants, because they're going to slow the rise of the oceans. And as Barack Obama said, you know, under his plan of cap and trade, electricity costs would necessarily skyrocket. And, and of course, the fundamental transformation of America very much underway right before our very eyes. And without the, uh, the fascist coalition between the information sector, that would include the news media and social media and entertainment media and Hollywood, uh, as Benito Mussolini described, um, they, uh, they wouldn't stand a chance in the, the United States of America of 10 Maybe 15 years ago. You probably have to start the clock before Barack Obama came along because he was the pointy end of the commie spear. That's a, he was mentored and effectively raised in his formative years by a card-carrying member of the Communist Party. And then he picked a communist voter to head the CIA and then the communist voting head of the CIA, the Gus Hall fan, uh, penitentiary face Brennan, was one of the guys, along with Mike Morrell, spearheading that the, uh, the felonious... 51 with their their letter lying to the American people, the information campaign they ran against us, the information operation that our intelligence community ran against the American people on behalf of the Democrat Party and the Joe Biden campaign. Talk about fascism. And um, and now we learn over the weekend that it's not, the number of the Biden family corruptniks keeps growing and the news media still couldn't care less. Um, they're still in a hot tub with Joe Biden, uh, breaking out the copper tone and uh, passing it around. The at least twelve Biden family members now. Uh, the you know the we call them the dirty dozen because they you know they love putting these labels on things. And what what was their uh, thing? The disinformation dozen, and there were thirteen of them, right? And then we have the felonious fifty-one with the uh, that disinformation operation they ran against the American people on the lead up to election day. Amazing stuff. So that's uh, an update. And Hunter Biden's lawyers, I guess, are going to Delaware this week. They won't say when. They don't have to tell anybody anything if they don't want to uh, because our news media just can't wait to give them a tongue bath, another tongue bath. You know that they shave their tongues once a week, the news media, to make their tongue smoother for giving the Democrats tongue baths. It's uh, interesting. And uh, not like cat tongues at all, not like that. But... Um, the uh, Hunter Biden, there's a lot of stuff on the on the Hunter Biden um, because his lawyers and, you know, the walls are closing in. <laughs> the walls never close in on Democrats, uh, however, because, you know, of the information dominance and uh, and all that good stuff. But there is uh, 
There was a lot of news on Hunter Biden today. His attorney's going this week to uh, meet with the U.S. attorney, David Weiss, who the news media keeps insisting is a Trump appointee, a Trump appointee. He's a Trump person. And I uh, explained last week what the news media's lie is on this and that David Weiss was selected by Barack Obama to be the acting U.S. attorney in Delaware and was recommended. You know, President Trump didn't come to town with thousands of lawyers that wanted government jobs in his back pocket. He had never been in politics before. And uh, so the two left-wing Democrat senators, one of them a wife beater, uh, that is to say he beat his own wife. He didn't beat other people's wives. And, uh, and Chris Coons, who ran against the witch in Delaware, those are the two Democrats that recommended David Weiss to, to Donald Trump, to President Trump, and President Trump selected David Weiss based in large part on the recommendation of the two Democrat senators who are party hardliners, you know. And uh, so in any event, that's one of the big lies that, uh, that they tell us. It's like Goebbels lives, honestly. Or as Al Sharpton would say, NBC News journalist, Gurgle. He, Gurgle lives because he's a historian in addition to everything else. But Hunter Biden's attorney is going up to Delaware to meet with David Weiss on his many crimes, uh, money laundering, tax evasion charges, um, the FARA violations, the uh, foreign agency um, uh, violations, the gun charge where he lied on the form to get a firearm. And then you remember he was having sex with his brother's widow and his brother's widow stole the gun from him and threw it in the garbage can behind their high-end grocery store. The news media described it as a high-end grocery store because the Bidens wouldn't shop at a low-end grocery store because they got all this Ukrainian and Chinese money rolling in. But pay no attention to that. We have the IRS whistleblower who is explaining that the Attorney General Merrick Garland is engaged in a cover-up and for the Biden family and for Hunter Biden on because it's a third-world country right now, and I'd like to see that get fixed. Uh, but we're getting the slow roll at best from the crooked attorney general, who's a bitter Democrat who uh, thought he should have been on the Supreme Court. Uh, thank God he wasn't. I'm signing the cross. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. And I saw Kellyanne Conway this morning at, call it the, the scandalabra. Pretty good, you know, like a candelabra. It's a scandalabra, the Biden family scandalabra. There are so many scandals at this point. Oh, and by the way, he is apparently, according to the New York Post, which is right about everything and, you know, and uh, nobody else is, the uh, Hunter Biden is hiding out in the White House. He's living in the White House so that process servers cannot get to him to serve him with uh, papers because he's refusing to pay child support f- to the baby mama, the stripper baby mama, who seems like you know, the, the most high-quality person in the Biden family orbit. Um, but the child support uh, process servers can't get to Hunter Biden because he's holding up in the White House. So well, let's see an FBI raid there. Shouldn't we have an FBI raid? They could parachute in over the fe- – that little uh, toddler crawled in through the fence. Maybe they could get tiny FBI agents to go in and raid with little miniature AR-15s. And, and of course, the attorney general, according to the IRS – whistleblower. The attorney general lied under oath as well, but all of this is okay. What the news media is excited about and touching themselves over is Joe Biden's going to announce tomorrow that he's running for president again. I mean, he's going to announce again because he's already announced repeatedly. Uh, amazing stuff with Bud Light, the the dim-witted woman, the vice president in charge of really bad marketing ideas, 
which should be on her business card. Alyssa Heinerscheid, Heinerscheid. I think she's wanted at The Hague. But uh, Alyssa Heinerscheid is now on a leave of absence from Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light, and they've moved someone from corporate over to her position um, to try to save the company from this loser that went to Harvard and Wharton, uh, but never mind that. And they uh, also put another, her boss, Daniel Blake, at Anheuser-Busch at Bud Light, has also been uh, put on leave, a, a leave of absence. They're both on See, once they did it to a Lisa Heinerscheid, they had to do it to a white guy. Otherwise, they'd be in trouble with the left again because she's a lady, and she's got lady parts, so you can't uh, hold her accountable. See how that goes? Because she put that Dylan Mulvaney, speaking of uh, lady parts or no lady parts, uh, on there, the Bud Light. Hey, here's our new promotion campaign. Uh, Tranheiser Bush presents the Queen of Beers. And it was the, the dumbest thing ever. People compare it to New Coke. This, this makes New Coke look like a pretty good idea, this whole thing. Pretty amazing. But they put the white guy on a leave of absence, uh, her boss too, because it doesn't look good if you just uh, boot the white lady. And they got to go. Um, but uh, for the sake of the company, billions and billions of dollars. I was out with friends yesterday on a, at a, a, a rooftop place in D.C., and they were getting uh, buckets of Bud Light uh, in bottles, which I would ordinarily do with them. But I was having D.C. brow instead, uh, local D.C. beer. Uh, I, I don't think they had, uh, you know, but uh, not the biggest choice in the world, but I got the D.C. bro. And I, I still haven't had a Bud Light. And I'm happy to see the, uh, the, the leave of absence. That's not complete enough. It should be like public guillotine in St. Louis under the arch uh, would probably be a good. And then uh, Daniel Blake, uh, because he's the white guy, you got to gotta get a white guy too. So that happened. And this, this kind of goes to, it goes together beautifully with this amazing story about the uh, legendary NBA basketball player and coach who was, uh, what does he have, 11 rings as a coach, I think. And he uh, he's an old-time hippie kind of guy, uh, Phil Jackson. And he, over the weekend, well, it, 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 he was doing a podcast, being interviewed on a podcast. He doesn't watch the NBA anymore because they they lost him as a fan because they politicized the heck out of the National Basketball Association. And and uh, NBA basketball, I got to say, you know, the, we're in playoff time, and I could care less because they lost me a long time ago. You know, and football keeps trying hard to lose me. Um, they've done a pretty good job, too. Amazing, amazing stuff. Yeah, this Phil Jackson story is remarkable. Bill Maher uh, made a little bit of sense one more time over the over the weekend. Um, and I got the, the craziest, craziest story about a father that, you know, you can, teachers can sever your boy's genitalia uh, without telling the parents. But police raided a home in uh, Arkansas because uh, the family pierced their son's ear. So there was a police raid on their home. Now, I mean, if he'd severed his son's genitalia, he'd get an award from the Democrat Party and an invitation to the White House. We're at 888-630-9625. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. 
Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I gotta say, the Phil Jackson story is... uh... Uh, NBA, it 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 speaks to much larger realities in our culture, and and I uh, Phil Jackson's always been kind of a, a cool guy. He's famous for being an LSD head and a and a druggie and a hippie, and then he became the greatest NBA coach in the history of the NBA. But um, but I'll get to that. And the kid who got his ear pierced at home, and then a police raid dragged his father out, cuffed him, beat him up because. You know, if, it, if he had severed his genitalia, it'd be okay. But uh, ear piercing—that that goes too far. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to Jeff, calling from Hagerstown, Maryland. Jeffrey, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Uh, good morning, Chris. Thank you for taking my call. I'd like to um, I'd like to tell you a story about my uh, my late uh, grandfather of uh, Italian descent. Uh, back, he passed away in the late 70s, I think. I was, you know, in my teenage years. But when we would visit, on Sunday mornings, I know that he would watch the, he would watch the uh, news shows and very intently. And after the segment, he would always make a comment of what he thought he saw. And uh, I'll just grab a random politician out of the air. Uh, you know, he would say something like, God, at the Spyro Agonue, that guy is a full of beep. You know, like something like that. Sure. And I'm running and, out of time um, on yeah. you, though, so I want you to get to your uh, your thing. Okay. So here's here's my thoughts on Joe Biden. What he would what what my great grandfather would have said about Joe. Well, oh boy, oh boy, that's a Giuseppe Biden. He is a one. Not stupid. Oh, that guy is. He's a dunce, you know, this and that, the other thing. Would be good have gone something like that. But uh, well, any case. Well, your grandfather you uh, sounds like uh, he was a, a wise man paying attention. I, You know, as I like to say, it's, uh, you know, kind of the, the Italian in me, too. That brain of his, she's a broke, she's a no good. That brain of the Joe Biden, that one's a no good. This is the Chris Plant Show. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Yeah, 
Yeah, the uh, vice president of marketing at Bud Light with the worst idea in the history of marketing. Wharton called. They want their degree back. Harvard is fine with it, though. She went to Harvard and Wharton and uh, learned how to be dumb. A lot of people, you notice they go to the best schools and they, they come out dumber than mm-mm, your average ditch digger. It's uh, pretty amazing. But it's the politics, isn't it? And uh, Phil Jackson from LSD to record number of NBA championships to now telling the truth. This is a great story, the Phil Jackson story. I don't think the media has invited him on anywhere. How did Was he on? Do you think he was on the ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC this morning anywhere? Think they, you know, that they want to interview him and say, well, what, what do you mean the left-wing political zealots have destroyed the NBA even for you with uh, one of the most extraordinary career NBA careers in, in the history of the world? But never mind that. We'll, uh, we're we're going to get uh, back to that. And it does go with the Bud Light story. Uh, hand in glove, flipper in mitten. But let's go to the New York Post first for a uh, quite remarkable story as well out of the great state of Arkansas. The headline is, Police bust into Arkansas family's home, comma, arrest dad for piercing son's ear in viral video. Now, there is video of the arrest inside the house, and dad is being dragged away, and and mom is there. I think mom might be a nurse. She's got a T-shirt on, says she's a pirate nurse, so I'm thinking she's probably a nurse. And their kid is there. And the kid's got a pierced ear. And the kid is yelling, I wanted a pierced ear. I wanted my ear pierced. And the police are dragging dad away, uh, threw him against the wall in his own home, uh, cuffed him in front of his child uh, because the child has a pierced ear, and that's the cause. That's the offense here. Imagine if you started enforcing laws in Chicago, how many arrests, uh, how many raids there would be in Baltimore, you know, Bodymore Murderland. Amazing. And the uh, this is... The uh, we've got some audio that I want to share, and it's kind of fun because we looked at the at the video. There's video. I'll, I'll share the audio portion with you since we're on the radio. But the um, the video we watched the video, and there's an arrest, and there's rough stuff going on, and the police, and mom, and the kid, and dad is being dragged away and dragged down the street because of the ear piercing incident, and uh, doing body art without a license. It's just completely nuts, and uh, and there's no cursing, and we were kind of amazed. Because uh, normally, uh, they're, normally Democrats are being arrested, and of course they swear all the time in every sentence. But, but never mind that. An Arkansas father is facing a felony charge after his arrest on Thursday for piercing his son's ear. The chaos began during a Tontiltown Police Department welfare check after a Springdale High School resource officer reported a student telling classmates his drunk father, quote, put him in a chokehold and uh, uh, shoved the piercing in his ear, cops said in a statement. Now, so here's the kid at school, allegedly, according to a school resource officer, saying his father, quote, put him in a chokehold. Now, this is according to the to the school resource officer. You know, was his father bracing his kid because they're about to pierce the ear? This is how uh, high school Kids used to pierce ears all the time, girls and boys. When I was in high school, people, you know, you just get some ice, um, 
you know, probably a, a shot of whiskey from your dad's liquor cabinet or something. And they would pierce each, other, each other's ears. I'm, I'm not pierced uh, my ears or any place else. And I have no tattoos, no, no tattoos of any kind. Nobody in my family has any tattoos. Of my, you know, six brothers, and we grew up, nobody got a single tattoo. I think one wife now has uh, a one tattoo. The Yeah, so the chaos began then. And uh, Jeremy Sherland, 45 years old, admitted to piercing his son's ear, but refused to let officers speak to the boy. See, that's, uh, you know, constitutional rights and all that stuff. And would not answer any further questions. Well, the cops showed up at his house in force. Police uh, later returned. See, first the police showed up and they're like, hey, we want to talk to your kid and we want to talk to you about piercing the ear. And he said, I don't think so. Later, police returned in numbers in force, you see, probably an armored vehicle, helicopter, FBI rappelling down fast ropes and stuff, with an arrest warrant that was issued by the Washington County Prosecutor's Office. There was a, an ear piercing going on, had to uh, deal, which sparked the mayhem captured on video. And uh, the mayhem captured on video sounded uh, kind of like this, with the uh, police bursting through the door and throwing dead against the wall and handcuffing him. For what? Body art without a license. That's dad. Body art without a license. That's what he's being charged with. What is really going on here? Dad's being dragged away. Yes, I got older. Guys, you're in the cameras. This is ridiculous. You're in the cameras. This is ridiculous. And the kid piercing his son's ear without a license. I said piercing his son's Takes ear. Three cops, four cops coming into my house without permission. No permission. They busted in my front door. This is the boy right here. He got a pierced ear by his dad. These cops busted in my door. Uh huh. So he, he admitted as uh, he pierced his uh, son's ear, uh, and uh, pretty amazing. In the TikTok video posted by Sherlin's son, by the kid with the pierced ear, four stone-faced officers. The story actually says stoned face, stone face. I think that meant to write stone-faced officers were seen inside the Sherlin's home, pinning the father against the wall and slapping handcuffs on the man. Pretty amazing stuff. I wanted my ears pierced. There's the there's the boy. Sounds like a teenager. I wanted my ears pierced. All right. So he wanted his ears pierced. Dad helped him uh, pierce his ears and uh, probably bracing his son. Then he uh, either told a dramatic story at school or it became a game of telephone. And what he said was exaggerated. And then maybe the school resource officer exaggerated. Maybe the school resource officer heard it secondhand. Who knows? But now you hear the kid who sounds, you know, old enough to have teachers sever his genitalia because, you know, at school, if the Democrats are in charge, they can sever your boy's genitalia and give them puberty blockers without notifying the parents. And then take the genitalia, put it in a mayonnaise jar, put it on Funkin' Wagnall's front porch uh, since noon today. As confusion set in, Sherlin's wife stormed over to the officers and repeatedly asked why they were in the house and demanded to know what cause they had to arrest her husband. And again, the key is 
the the son yelling, "I wanted my ears pierced." Now, so what are we what are we doing now? Yeah, during the chaos, an officer explained to the woman the father is being arrested for performing quote body art without a license end quote. To uh, which Sherlin lets out an exaggerated laugh and sarcastically repeats to the officer, uh, seemingly baffled by the charges. Officers then attempted to escort the father out of the home, but were met with a brief struggle by Sherlin, forcing police to shove him out the door in handcuffs in front of his wife and his son, who wanted his ears pierced, so he helped him. Uh, The officers marched the irate father away down the suburban street. Here's the video. Here are the pictures. As the wife and son followed, both in total disbelief at the situation, And, you know, it takes three cops, four cops coming into my house, no permission, and the kid yelling, I wanted my ears pierced, that, you know, don't you think the police at that point should say? But then they got a warrant, and it's the judges involved. In Arkansas, it is illegal for artists to perform body art on a person under 16. What about uh, genital mutilation and uh, puberty blockers? What about that? Under the age of uh, 16, regardless of parental consent, violation of that law is a Class D felony. See, now, you can argue about whether this is a good law or not, um, but if you think this is a good law, then you should probably be against genital mutilation for minors. And um, just uh, just saying, we have that lady, uh, the audio of the lady today who's uh, talking about the the transgender stuff as well. Um, and everybody's in trouble. You know, everybody's in trouble for everything. It's a country where everybody's in trouble. Since Sherwood, uh, Sherland is not a licensed artist like Hunter Biden, it's also illegal for him to perform body art in any unlicensed facility. He's not a, it's a, like, got a lot of licensing going on here. The dad was also charged with endangering the welfare of a minor refusing to submit to arrest, you know, for piercing his son's ear, obstructing government operations. That's like January 6th all over again. Uh, Sherlin was released on $1,500 bond on Saturday after spending two nights in the Washington County Jail, according to online records. Officers told Jeremy he was under arrest and explained the probable cause for the arrest. Jeremy refused to comply Officers then took him into custody. There it is. That's you got your um, America uh, 2023 because we're it not for double standards. No, it's Arkansas. It's not California. But we've got, uh, boy, I am, uh, I'm telling you, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. you are uh, just, uh, just crazy, just crazy. Um, there's also this, this transgender you know, every day we've got a bunch of transgender stories because the Democrats. Uh, also, you see Netflix is in hot water for making Cleopatra black in their latest production. And it's uh, Jada Pinkett Smith who started that fight between uh, <clears throat> Will Smith and, and Chris Rock uh, because of that thing. But, um, yeah, there's this uh, this lady. She's a lady. Uh, she's, she is a lady, right? I think she's a lady. With Democrats, you know, sometimes it can be can be hard to say. But this lady who um, who is now an advocate, she's in a transvent, transgender health center whistleblower 
goes by the name Jamie Reed. That's a gender-neutral name. Uh, Jamie uh, Reed is also gender-neutral. So it's uh, fully. And uh, Jamie Reed, Transgender Health Center, uh, now a whistleblower, saying, listen, these puberty blockers, we, we go around telling everybody that we have to help them with their gender transition when they're minors because otherwise they'll become mentally ill, right? So if, if for the sake of their mental health, we have to help them become girls when they're boys and boys when they're girls and puberty blockers and genital mutilation and keep it a secret from the parents. And so here is the transgender health center whistleblower, Jamie Reed. Mental health was getting worse once they started the blocker. And that's against what the narrative tells us. The narrative says these interventions are supposed to make people better. We were pretty much putting anybody on testosterone at 13 and a half if that's what they wanted it was getting to the point where we were harming more patients that we were helping just by the numbers just by the numbers so so wait a minute all these treatments are harming more we're talking about children now 13 years old and you're engaging and making them eunuchs and we had that transgender doctor who does the surgeries on other people and the transgender doctor used to be a man and now says he's lady, and that transgender doctor, we played the audio a couple of weeks ago for you, um, saying that when you give the puberty blockers to uh, boys who are prepubescent or pubescent, that they will never know sexual pleasure. They will never have a normal sex life. They will never achieve climax. They will never achieve orgasm. And that's, you know, that's your Democrat party. Here is uh, Jamie Reed of the Transgender Health Center. What I am not in agreement with is this push to rapid medicalization of children. And it got to the point in the center where there was an actual directive that we were no longer allowed to use the phrase, I have concerns about a patient. And in medicine, that should scare anyone. Scared the bejesus. Um, so Jamie Reed, who was, this is Jamie Reed's career. This is Jamie Reed's life. And Jamie Reed is saying, and, and what is the phrase that you're banned? I have concerns. You're not, that's banned. That's a banned phrase. You're not allowed to say that uh, because the, you know, the fascistas are banning the truth and sanity and uh, rational thought. Um Pretty amazing stuff. And now people are coming out and telling the truth about this, and they get in trouble for it. Isn't the left amazing? Yes, they are. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. They're crazy. So the uh, you're actually increasing the incidence of mental illness, and uh, it's intended to to reduce the incidence of mental illness, but instead it is doing the opposite. And if you were to say, I have concerns about this child, well, then you're the one that's in trouble because that that phrase has been banned. By, by who? By, by the authorities. By the authorities. They, uh, these are not normal times we're in, and these are not normal people. And I I believe that people are beginning to speak up more and more. You know, boys are boys and girls are girls. And and you should really leave the children alone. And who put these 
these people in charge of the schools and in charge of the children. What can we do to to stop them? You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Ah, yes. All right, a great deal of stuff to get to. Biden family corruption, Phil Jackson telling the truth, and maybe starting a trend. I thought I had already started it, but I don't really talk about it much. And I'm not Phil Jackson, so we'll uh, we'll get to all of that. And, uh, yeah, the Bud Light stuff, uh, crime and mayhem because of the Democrats' gender calamity because of the Democrats. Cleopatra wasn't uh, Al Sharpton. Uh, we'll get to that. But right now, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Andrew. Andrew calling from Bristow, rather. Uh, Bristow, Virginia. Andrew, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Yeah, Chris, I'll tell you what. That's amazing to me because I'm, I've been married into a Salvadoran family for 30 years now. You're talking about the ear piercing. I've, yes. And I've watched my sister-in-laws pierce their daughter's ears as babies. I remember the first time I saw it. I'm like, what the, <laughs> you know, and yeah, but they would never, the authorities would never, never even consider coming after them, piercing their daughters as babies young girls because they would say oh well it's cultural you know <laughs> maybe I mean, maybe, it, maybe the father in arkansas's real uh crime was cultural appropriation <laughs> <laughs> i have to tell you a joke about the cultural appropriation real quick i love cuban shirts right uh-huh. and my daughter came to me and she goes pop you know that's cultural appropriation i said no ma'am i was in little havana this man sold this shirt to me for sixty dollars. It was, trust me, he was happy for me to appropriate his culture yeah. for sixty dollars. The guy Abera, <laughs> you're talking about the the guy Abera shirt. Yeah, Carabera's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have two of them myself. Uh, the guy Abera's. Um, yeah, the Cuban shirts. They're also called Mexican wedding shirts, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. if you wear, if you can wear a long sleeve. Uh, Cuban shirt to any formal event. So as you don't roll the sleeves up, yeah. and it's the same as wearing a suit and tie. Yeah, they're it's good shirts. Perfectly acceptable as yeah. formal wear. Yeah. Well, yeah, we went to a friend's wedding in uh, Mexico City. Where the, we started in Mexico City and ended up outside of Mexico City. Uh, several days of stuff. And, and we're all wearing Guyaberos. <laughs> and I had a couple of different Guyaberos. Our friend is a Brazilian, but grew up in Mexico mostly. And, and, uh, and his wife is a nice New York girl, and uh, we went to their wedding in, in Mexico. A great, incredible wedding, an amazing wedding. They had burros, burros, walking around uh, at the reception with backpacks uh, packed with bottles of tequila, and uh, really good first-rate tequila, good stuff. And I still have my two Gallaberas, you know. I don't wear them all the time, but I have them just in case. A white one and an off-white one, you know, to mix it up a little. A lot of crazy coming up. 
The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 